Yo, what's up? I'm Jay, and you're listening to The Gridiron. Want to talk about the coaching moves on the college landscape? You feel me? Before we do that, I want to give some love to the local high school teams in the semifinals. We got number one, Edna Carr versus Westgate. Then we got number three, Easton versus number two, Neville. That's in the class 4A, class 5A. We got Zachary versus Descrahan. That's number one and four. Then we got number three, Pontatula versus Acadiana. The winner of those games will go to the championship. You feel me? Good luck to them. And we made the best teams win. But back to this college thing, man. We got some bombshells that's been dropped in the last couple of days, last couple of hours. Got Lincoln Riley leaving OU to go to USC. Then you got Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, to come down to the LSU Tigers. You feel me? Um, Let's dive a little bit into that. You know what I'm saying? Talk about what that brings. Now, I was watching, you know, some football, and I was switching in between Oklahoma, the Oklahoma game and, and what they had going on over there. And I ain't gonna lie, to keep it real, I was rooting that Oklahoma loss. Because in my head, <laughs> the reason for this is maybe if he lose, that'll make some of the rumors come true. Because at that point, I was a lot of LSU, a lot of LSU. You feel me? Now, I'm gonna keep it real. I never really bought into Lincoln Riley coming to LSU. Because y'all gotta think. The man, the whole, the whole university is actually about to move to the SEC. Why in the hell? I mean, I guess I wouldn't say it's impossible, but that'd be real slimy. That'd be real slimy. It's already, you know, what I'm saying viewed as some slimy stuff you doing. You feel me? But that move right there, probably, I, I don't know if I could have seen that one happen, happening. That would have been a power move, dude. You feel me? But what that showed me about Lincoln Riley, you know what I'm saying? This, you can look at it two ways, you feel me? And it's got a lot of people saying Lincoln Riley didn't want that smoke. He looked at he looked at them teams over there in the SEC, and that man was like, uh-uh, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't messing with that. Then they got the people on the other side, was like, man, that check that Mike Tomlin said he ain't want, you feel me? Lincoln Riley said him and his family want it. And... I'm going to keep it real. Old Uncle Shea said, two things can be true. I believe it's a bit of both. Man, he looked over there. He looked at LSU. He looked at Oklahoma. You feel me? And he, just, I just felt like, he, you know, man, he was like, man, do I really want to go tangle with, you know what I'm saying, some elephants and some and some tigers and some, 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 some wild hogs or or do I want to go, you know what I'm saying, somewhere where I can be on the beach, where it can be a little more laid back, you know what I'm saying, and I can get a little more bread, live in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, can you really blame the man, no, you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, at the end of the game, this man straight up, like, demonstrably, you know what I'm saying, demonstrably said he was not going 
to LSU. Hey, he ain't lied though. I'm gonna keep it real. That man ain't lied. But in the same time, you know what I'm saying? He ended up going to USC, I guess. They ain't asked the right question. You feel me? They ain't asked the right question. Um, let's get into Lincoln Riley a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, a little bit about me, 38 years old. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. My main re- reasoning for wanting Lincoln Riley was because of his age. I felt like he could have been like a more of a player's coach. You know what I'm saying? Being younger. You know what I'm saying? Um, then the leverage that he could have used. You know what I'm saying? To get some of those high star level players, maybe a Arch Manning. You know what I'm saying? Um, being that he did play quarterback, that was that was my reasoning from really wanting him. Um, let's take a, a look at his record. You know what I'm saying? Overall, he's 55 and 10. In bowl games, he's he's appeared in four of them and won one. College football playoffs, he 0 and 3. I want to say he didn't got smacked up by everybody in the SEC. I want to think it was George. I want to say it was Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. Uh, I know the last one. I know the last time we ran the school up on them boys. You feel me? Uh, overall, he won four Big 12 championships, 2017 through 2020. He got, he got a couple of dozen. No, nah, I ain't gonna say no dozen. He got the 2015 award, the Bros Award. Big 12 Coach of the Year 2018. Big 12 Coach of the Year 2018. So that's what that's that's what he got. You feel me? Um, I actually do think that he can somewhat shake back um, USC. I think that'll be a good. I, th- I actually thought that was a good move for USC. I actually thought that was a good move for uh, Lincoln Riley. You know what I'm saying? For the reasons that I stated earlier. So you're gonna get paid probably more money. I don't I don't have the details on the contracts between these coaches and stuff. But I'm 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 sure they offer the boosters and stuff offer more money. You know what I'm saying? Uh and then the allure of Hollywood or whatever you wanna say, you wanna call it. And I the schedule, let's be real, the schedule is gonna be a, a lot easier in the Pac-12 than it is in the SEC. You feel me? Um, let's take a look at Brian Kelly. Now, overall, I want to see this man's been coaching for a while. You feel me? He's done it all. He's seen it all. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Uh, want to say he started his coaching career at Grand Valley State. You know what I'm saying? Where he won a couple of NCAA Division II championships back to back in 2002 and 2003. Going 14 and 0 and 14 and 1 in 2003, respectively. Uh, he then took his talents after going 118 and 35 and 2 to Central Michigan, where he finished there with his best season, the 9 and 4 in 2006. Overall record being 19 and 16. You feel me? He ended up going to Cincinnati, where he was 34 and 6, 17 and 4. Actually, had two teams that was pretty good in those years in 2008 and 2009. Cincinnati was 11-3, and ended up losing in the Orange Bowl. Um, and then 2000, I'm sorry, in 2008, they ended up losing in the Orange Bowl. 2009, it was 12-0. and 0. Actually, when he 
accepted the job at Notre Dame. You feel me? Uh, but overall, he ended up going 34-6, in the conference. 2010, ended up accepting the job at Notre Dame. Or I guess that's when they made it official. Because um, I don't even think he coached that bowl game in 2009 with Cincinnati. But started in 2010, a couple of years later, 2012. You know what I'm saying? Had him in the championship game where they got smacked up. You feel me? Against Alabama. Don't get too excited, Alabama fans, because yeah, y'all was gonna win it anyway. Because they was they ended up vacating every win from 2012 and 2013 for some type of way. They let them keep the losses. I don't know how they did that, but um, yeah. So three years later, the man had them in the championship game. Didn't come through with it. So I will obviously say that in 2018. Where they went twelve and one, and lost in the Cotton Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was his best years with Notre Dame overall with Notre Dame, um, he went ninety-two and thirty-nine. Last year he went ten and two. This year he was eleven and one. Actually, there's some speculation that was made of somewhat some more much. I'm sorry, much more surprising is that Notre Dame is actually still in contention. To win a champ, I mean, oh yes, like I said, win a championship. Um, they're not eliminated yet, especially if one of the teams this week lose, like Cincinnati, um, Alabama, or something. One of them teams lose, they prime, they prime to make it. To, you know, they already about to climb up after winning this week. You feel me? Uh, they prime to be going to the college football players. Who knows what would have happened? If the man would have finished the season off with him, I'm not knocking, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that could have been this year. You feel me? There's been some, there's been some speculation on to what's the fit with Brian Kelly and LSU because there's two different cultures going on at Notre Dame and at LSU. And if you don't know what I mean. neck you got kids in the you got kids in the student section even some of the parents you know what i'm saying hell even some of the coaches over there you know what i'm saying when we in the middle of the game we get in our zone we over there we singing neck you feel me how that's gonna vibe with with the good with the goody good of, of a brian kelly a lot of people are wondering me myself included um you never, you know, man, sixty years old, you, you you adapt to things and stuff, and I'm pretty sure he's privy to some of these things as he's coming down here. Uh, the man ain't got no control over what happens in the student section. You understand? So it is what it is. Uh, there's been some talk as to whether he's going to be able to handle some of the big games, especially that he endure week in and week out uh, in the SEC. Man, I've been telling people the only the only thing they can really they say he can't win games. Now, this is the thing with me. I look at the I look at the teams first of all. I don't know how the hell these people has managed. Now, last year they was in the ACC for for that, but they usually are in the independent conference. That means you don't have to worry about facing the Ohio or scheduling Ohio State. 
You don't have to worry about scheduling um, LSU. You don't have to worry about scheduling Alabama. You don't have to worry about scheduling Clemson. You don't have to worry about scheduling some of these powerhouse teams. Now, you end up getting them. You put some of them on there. But, you know what I'm saying, year in and year out, you know what I'm saying, uh, you, you, you dodge, you, you're dodging a bullet, so to speak. I've been said some type of way, LSU need to do that. If we got to play Alabama, we, we may as well just play them in the championship. You feel me? I'm just keeping it real. We, we play them anyway, so we may as well go ahead and face them in the championship. Shout out to the LSU Tigers. You feel me? But overall, on paper, on paper, I, li- I like the numbers and everything ma- match up. One of the winningest coach- coaches in-, in college football right now. You feel me? We're going to actually take a look at that. Now, this is this is going to be a list of some of the winning- winningest active coaches right now. Right now, man, they got Ryan. First of all, I'm 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 judging the credibility of this list because they got Ryan Day at number one. So what's going on is they got his win percentage at point nine one four. I of course he would be great because he's only been coaching. He hasn't been coaching as long as some of these other guys. So that's really you know what I'm saying. You, you I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and read the list, but. Is with a grain of salt. Um, Ryan Day, number one. Then you got Kaylin Dubar over there at Fresno State. Then you had number three, Lincoln Riley. Once again, hadn't been coaching as long as some of these other guys. Number four, Kirby Smart. Number five, Dabo Sweeney. Number six, Nick Saban. First of all, any list that's ranking college coaches and Nick Saban is number six. You got to question that. But anyway... And I don't even like Alabama, but I'm just keeping it real. Uh, number seven, you got Sean Clark at App State. Number eight, Jeff Taylor over there at Utah. Number nine, Chris Kleeman. Yeah, Chris Kleeman at Kansas State. And number 10, Jimbo Fisher at Texas a and Like I said, you got to... This list is based off something. I mean, if I go coach a game today... And win one game, I would be I would be ranked number one going by this list because I'm one to know I never lost ever, and these guys have lost. So that's how they making this list. It don't matter how many games you didn't played or, or none of that. In actuality, this how this list really supposed to go. I'm gonna keep it real. Number one, Nick Saban. Number one, Nick Saban for the obvious reason. I mean, the man that won seven championships. You feel me? Including one with LSU. You probably had more if you just stayed. You feel me? Then, number two, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to have to go with Dabble. Dabble Sweeney. Why am I going with that? First of all, why am I going with Dabble? And why am, why am I going with Nick Saban? I just said, Nick Saban obviously won the seven championships but the man the man 70 years old so oh yeah i forgot to I tell y'all tie fans the clock is ticking but dabble i mean um nick been coaching for 26 years you feel me dabble been coaching for 14 years you feel me 
So you got to take that into account. The man that won 147 games and Nick Saban won 270. Compared to Ryan Day that won 32 games. The hell out of here. So I would go Nick Saban 1, Devo 2, Jimbo 3. That was a hard. That was hard, right there, Jimbo. Because I'm really, I'm, I'm really like on the edge. I'm really like on the edge with, 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 with Jimbo, with Jimbo. You feel me? Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm gonna just go ahead and say Jimbo three, and then I'm gonna keep it real. As far as college coaches, I'm gonna say Brian Kelly four. Not just because he just came over to LSU. I'm but obviously these, are, these are the reasons. The man has been coaching for 32 years, and those 32 years. He didn't win more games than 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 saving. Obviously, that he coached for six more years, but he didn't won 282 games, lost 97. You feel me? So, and on top of that, he 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 know the dames all time winning this coach. You feel me? So he he can win a few games. So I had that that'd be right there. And number five to round it out, if I had to say. I see Lincoln Riley is number is a, a top five coach. Between him, I see between him and Jim Harborough, right? What and what? So that would be like my five right there. You feel me? That would definitely would be my five. Uh, expectations, as crazy as it is, the last three coaches that we didn't had in their third year has won the championship. Let me repeat that. The last three coaches down back to Nick Saban, Les Miles, Coach O, have all won the championship in that third year. Now, there's been a lot of talk that Brian Kelly can't win a big game. He can't win a big game. Now, not to say that Notre Dame didn't have any five stars or four stars, but I would like to think that on a recruitment level and LSU can get definitely get talent. We can get talent. Louisiana is a is a a talented state, right next to all the other talented states: Texas, Mississippi, and Florida, and we throw in a few other states in there: Georgia, Alabama. We right there. You feel me? So if you can just it it, it, it if you could just coach coach the talent. We'll be alright. You feel me? And that's not to take a shot at definitely not to take a shot at Coach O. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, Coach O went 15 and 0, and we won a championship. Now, like I said, the expectation for Brian Kelly is championship, and really championship now, because I'm knowing they didn't pay this man all kinds of money to come down here. You feel me? So you definitely on the clock, buddy. You feel me? Um, winning this coach or not. And to keep it real, I have to go down the list. I don't know how many other coaches have more wins than that. 282 at this moment. Let me look. At this moment, that's active. Mm, nope, I don't even, I don't see any other coaches. Maybe I had to go down this list a little bit more. But I don't see any coaches right now that I can see 
that have more wins in college than this dude. So on paper, it's definitely a good steal. It's definitely surprising. We just got to see it play out on the field. You feel me? Man, we're going to take a quick break, man. We're going to come back talking about, you know what I'm saying, a little NFL. Man, y'all stick around. We got some good stuff going on. Buffalo Bills versus the New Orleans Saints. Buffalo ended up pulling it off 31-6. Let's take a look at the stats. Trevor Simeon, 17-29, 163 for one touchdown and an interception. The punter tried to do a, a, a pass. He didn't. I don't know what the hell he, they had going on with that. Why they did it, I don't know. Tony Jones Jr. was the leading running back. 16 carries for 27 yards. Montgomery had six carries for 14 yards. And Simeon ran three times for three yards. Humphreys was our leading receivers with three catches for 47 yards. Montgomery had five catches for 31 yards. And Trey Conn had four for 31. Josh Allen went 23 or 28 for 260. Four touchdowns and two interceptions. Singletary had 15 carries for 44 yards. Allen ran that thing eight times for 43 yards. Breda had nine carries for 26 yards. Diggs was the top receiver with seven catches for 74 yards and a tutty. Davis had two for 47. Beasley had five catches for 46. And Knox had three catches for 32 yards and a touchdown. Matt Breda had two catches for 29 yards in the touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders had three catches for 28, and that was it. Now, let's take a look at the overall stats. Overall stats, total yards, we had 190 yards, 146 passing yards, 44 rushing yards. Buffalo had 361 total yards, 248 passing yards, 113 rushing yards. Buffalo had 21 first downs. We had 12. They went 8 of 13 on third down. We went 5 of 14. Uh, we allowed five punts. I mean, five. I'm sorry. We allowed we allowed two sacks, and they allowed two sacks. They got 62 plays, and we got 57. Uh, we went for it on four down three times, converted once. They went for it once and got it. Uh, we threw an interception, and they threw two. They won time of possession, 34, by 34 minutes, and we had 25. What am I, What is my takeaway from that game? Basically, like I said, going into it, the Saints are just pretty much beat up. Um, Buffalo got to play our JV game, JV team, unfortunately. Um, we just missing too many. We just missing too many people, man, at this point. Uh, it's laughable that... I mean, we always go try to compete and go out there, and but at this point, uh, uh, especially with 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 a Trevor Simeon. But the, I want this to be pointed out. I want everybody to remember that Jameis Winston had this team at five and two. You feel me? And 
to be honest, had had James not had got to the start that he got to, I don't know, I don't know that we win that game against Tampa. Had that happened a little earlier, you know what I'm saying? Not happy that it happened at all, but had he got hurting a little earlier, I'm not sure we'd be Tampa. Um, so me personally, I think the Trevor Simeon experiment should be over. Uh, let's see what we got in Ian Book. You feel me? Give, give him a shot. Maybe give Taysom a, a run. Um, I'm not sure what's really going on with uh, Alvin Kamara. If, if he's going to be able to come back I, at this point, I'm not really sure. If he should, depending on, I guess, what the injury is. At this point, they could have just put him on injury reserve. Because if he missed this week, that... That that'd be three weeks. Um, so it just it wasn't it wasn't unexpected that we lost that game. Like I said, uh, just missing too many too many players. Moving on, we want to talk about the Cowboys versus the Saints. We played them Thursday, December the second. D actually going to them, going to that game. He got the tickets. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to that game. Why? I ain't going to that game because like I said, I just don't want to go watch. I just don't want to go watch what. No, I ain't scared. First of all, no, I am not scared to go watch the Saints play the Cowboys. But like I said, I don't want to hear nothing. First of all, let's get this straight. Cowboy fans, I don't want to hear nothing about. I'm not even. This don't even count. You feel me? Hey, but at the same time, if we get Alvin Kamara and them, if we at least get Alvin Kamara and stuff back, we got a shot. I ain't even stunting. I said, we got a shot. If we get Alvin Kamara back, that's about some of the only help. Maybe Marcus Davenport um, the off- and the offensive line back, at least. If we get the offensive line back uh, with Kamara, we got a shot. But at this point, the way things stand, man, with the whole team is banged up down to the kicker. Only thing we really got going for us is that and 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 not not that they got they got a few injuries that they they dealing with on their side as well. And from from where I'm standing, that that's not nearly as as much as the Saints have. And from what I've been told, um, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper should be back for the Saints game. So. Before y'all go to talk, oh yeah, we got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got us. Y'all got us while we banged up. Y'all got us while we banged up. And at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? We'll be back. We will be back. Am I? Am I succeeding that the Saints will lose this game? No. You feel me? But I'm also re- realistic. If we gonna go up in the with our third and fourth screen left tackle, our practice squad left guard, and, and, and basically some make, a whole makeshift offensive line. Um, no Alvin Kamara. Defense starting to get bust up. We still got questions at kicker. Man, we just got so much to hell. Common sense tells you that the other team should win the game. You know what I'm saying? Now, with all of that being said, I mean, they're the Cowboys. They are the Cowboys. So, just because I said they should win the game, 
is exactly why they're going to lose the game. Now, don't get it twisted, Cowboy fans. All that. Who that nation? Just because I said they should, you know what I'm saying? They should win the game. I'm rooting against them like a motherfucker. Don't get it. I'm rooting, I'm rooting my ass off against them the whole time. You feel me? I'm watching. I'm waiting. You feel me? But let's take a look at what the Cowboys have been doing these last couple of weeks. Shall we? We're talking about my Saints. Cowboys just been getting smacked up. Last week they lost to the Chiefs, 19-9. Couldn't even get a touchdown. Couldn't even get a touchdown. This week, the Raiders ended up busting them up 36-33. That was a crazy game. I'm going to keep real. Um, Yeah. So, I don't really need... Well, I guess I can look at it. But I'm going to tell you. Derek Hall went 24-39, 373 passing yards and 100 and I mean, I'm about to say 100 and boy, that boy got 100 touchdowns. So he had 373 passing yards with one touchdown. Josh Jacobs had 22 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mariota got in, ran that thing two times for four yards and a touchdown. Hunter Renfrew, man, Hunter Renfrew was busting them up. Eight receptions for 134 yards. Deshaun Jackson had three catches for 102 yards. Jones had five catches for 59. But man, Renfro was busting them up. Sheesh. Let's take let's see what they were doing. Dak Prescott went 32 of 47 for 375 and two touchdowns. Pollard had 10 for 36. Zeke had nine for 25 and one touchdown. He averaged 2.8 rushing yards on the ground, so that just let me know that the Cowboys definitely ain't going to be able to run the ball once again on the Saints. I said they, now who want to bet on that? We all want to bet, side bet some stuff? Let's bet, I bet you y'all that the Cowboys ain't going to be able to run the ball on the Saints. Alright. Uh, Michael Gallup was the Cowboys leading receiver with five receptions for 106 yards. Wilson had seven for 104. And Schultz had three for 46 in the touchdown. And some dude named King, one catch for 10 yards, and he got his touchdown. Now, back to what I was saying. I'm telling you right now, based off of, and I'm not one of the people that believe that Zeke is washed up, that he ain't got no more. I actually do believe that Zeke still can be productive. I I don't think he's ever been or shouldn't have been confused with uh, a Christian McCaffrey-type player or one of these quick-twitch guys that can just take it off and go 80 yards or Saquon and nothing like that. I don't think he should be confused with that. You know, yeah, he had good speed. He could, he could take the distance. But at this moment in his time, in his career, you know, maybe he should get his Jerome better zone. You feel me? Maybe he should get his, you know, just, He's trucking his Derrick Henry on, you feel me? Uh, not to say that he on that level. But I can tell you this for sure. If the Cowboys didn't get C.D. Lamb back or, or, or Amari Cooper back, I can tell you this for sure. Just like I said, and y'all probably thought I forgot. I told y'all 
first of all, first of all, let me see this. Let me get, I just, let me get back to it. I told y'all the Cowboys are exactly who the hell we thought they were. They exactly who we thought they were. I told y'all they was going to lose to the Raiders. I told y'all. Especially when what I said, what I said. The Raiders going the Raiders going to pull this off against the Cowboys. As soon as I read it out, go check the tape. Then when I found out that CD Lamb if CD Lamb was going to mess around with what I said, y'all definitely Y'all gonna lose it. Ashley had a shot. Gallup and Wilson them pull up a show, you know what I'm saying? Between the two of them, had 210 yards, no touchdowns, but 12 receptions, 210, ain't bad. But I'm telling you, if you gave us that scenario against the Saints, they ain't getting none of that. You know what I'm saying? Wilson and Gallup ain't doing none. Hey, I ain't saying that they ain't gonna get a play here or there, but they ain't, they wouldn't do that. To be real, Amari and CD ain't gonna do that. Now I bet on that too. They will not have two wide receivers with a hundred plus uh receiving yards. I don't damn they throw it 80 times. I'm telling you, Dak Prescott threw the ball 80 times. You know what I'm saying? They will not have two wide receivers go over a hundred yards unless Marshawn Lattimore then got hurt. The, the rookie like all held and broke loose. Some more people that got hurt. That's the only way I see two wide receivers getting getting twelve receptions for two ten. And basically, everybody else was non-existent. Dalton Schultz had a little input with three receptions, forty-six yards, and a touchdown. But other than that, like I said, everybody else was non-existent. But I'm really not confident with Trevor Simeon. I'm gonna just keep it all the way real. If I didn't make that clear last week, then let me make it crystal. I am not confident with this dude here. And I can't cut this. That ain't what we do here at the Gridiron. Man, Trevor Simeon suck. That dude suck like a... He suck. I'm telling you, I told y'all last week. Man, look. The Houston Texans had a had a Super Bowl contending defense all the day. I'm talking about these people... Scored points on, they scored touchdowns on defense. All you got to do is not mess up. What these dudes do, including Trevor Simeon, get in the game through pick sixes on the last play. All kinds of foolishness. All the way dating back to Denver. You feel me? When they had that, when they had that defense over there. You know, now guys was getting a little older and everything. You feel me? But that was still a pretty good defense. Von Miller still in his prime. Wasn't able to capitalize. I am not confident. At this point, I am willing to go out there as long as they give me a jersey. You know what I'm saying? And they pay my bills. I I will go out there and play quarterback for the Saints. I will get us to the promised land right now. You know what I'm saying? All they got to do is pay my bills for the rest of the year. And we going to win the Super Bowl, y'all. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, let's go ahead and move on to some of the other games that took place in Week 12. We had the Bears take on the Lions, where the Bears won 16-14. The Steelers got banged up by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and I'm 41-10. The Dolphins stomped out the Panthers 33-10. The Giants beat the Eagles 13-7. The Patriots beat the hell out of the Titans 36-13. 
The Falcons slid by the Jaguars 21-14. The Buccaneers actually came back to beat the, the Colts 38-31 in a, burn, a barn burner. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Jets actually got them a dub 21-14. The Chargers got beat up by the Broncos 28-13. 49ers ended up getting them one 34-26. The Rams ended up losing again 36-28. And the Ravens ended up Pulling off one, 16-10, even after Lamar, I think, through what? Four interceptions? Man, that was a gritty win. Way, way to go for the team having his back. Um, Washington ended up beating Seattle, 17-15. Man, what the hell is going on over there in Seattle? Uh, I'm starting to sense that the end is near for Pete Carroll. Uh, maybe major changes are coming. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just sensing that there's going to be some major change or, or the end is coming. Um, just, I'm just going, judging off this solely off of how, how I seen him react last week in the interview. Um, who, who knows? Maybe next year he comes back to Seattle and and they win the Super Bowl. You feel me? I don't know that. Um, first of all, I hope they don't. Cause number one. Next year gonna have to be our year. Well, we will because I'm gonna be real. We have to pull some. We have to pull some. Some Philadelphia Nick Foles, but it definitely ain't gonna be with Trevor Simeon, Ian Book, or uh, Taysom Hill. You feel me? Uh, man, I just want to remind you guys if y'all haven't already. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you go subscribe to. At the real gridiron, go check us out. You know what I'm saying? We're on Instagram at the real gridiron. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast at. You know what I'm saying? We on Apple, we on Google, Spotify, Overcast, Anchor. Man, we on everything. You know, I always see it. You know what I see. Do I really have to see it? I think I'm gonna see it. You feel me? Guess what? We ain't local, we global. This is what we do. Man, we really appreciate y'all, you know what I'm saying, taking the time out y'all day, kick it with us, talk sports with us, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that that we do over here, you feel me? But we, we got to do it good. Everything we do, we do it good. <laughs> hey, I want to say, I want to, first of all, I want to say one more thing before we get out of here. First of all, Dallas, I'm putting you on the spot. Not at, not in, I'm talking about my homeboy, Dallas. Not the city, you feel me? Dallas. Ah, nah, 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 